WNJH Radio, its owners and associates, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this site or the radio station, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. This site does not endorse anything as the truth. That you will have to judge for yourself, but we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. It is sometimes hard to get the truth, but we must try. It is not our intention to libel, discriminate, make hate, or annoy anyone. This site takes no responsibility for the opinions of others in the postings of comments in chat rooms or forum posts. WNJH Radio presents Voice of Freedom, a weekly political call-in show heard every Thursday at 7 p.m. Voice of Freedom will cover national, state, and local politics. Now here's your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. I mean, I, the, I gotta, I'm starting to get the indication that the American people are starting to get a little sick and tired of this situation. And uh, I, I think they need to see a light at the end of the tunnel. They need to see dates. You know, we've been talking about it on this show for four weeks now. Dates, timelines, a rollout plan, something. You know, the, the, we need to see something that is a glimmer of hope about uh, about the situation coming to a conclusion. No, and I think, and I think you'll see that. And by and large, uh, you know, clients that I speak to, and, and look, First of all, I don't think a market is necessarily going to go straight up from here. It's still going to be mm-hmm. very choppy. Mm-hmm. But uh, by and large, people understand what's going on. You know, this is not 2008. You know, people were out of work in 2008 because the economy went bad. Right. You know, today people are out of work because they're told to stay home. Right. You know, very different circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's a good point. You know, once we're allowed to go back to work, you, you know, 80. 80 to 90 percent of the unemployment issue is going to go away mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally overnight. Yep. No, you're right. Well, that's good news. That's. Uh, I mean, again, I think I think what we're hearing at least today is positive. Certainly, something that we continue to to push for, especially in this program, is the reopening of America. So. Yeah, and we're heading in that direction, and. Uh, and the market, you know, the, the market's going to react accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, we're going to start to come out of this slowly. You know, still short term. In the next week or two, there's still going to be you know some bad news and some uh, you know some volatility. But right. generally speaking, we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, and the fact that the market, you know, is showing the level of activity tells me that people still have confidence in the American economy. Absolutely. No, I, I, I see that. And, uh, and again, I, you know, there is money coming in and there's new money coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, people that, uh, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have, uh, to have some cash, uh, you're recognizing that there's some buying opportunities out there. Right. You know, very good companies that, again, uh, are, are suffering by no fault of their own. And as soon as uh, we, we handle the medical crisis, then we'll be back on track. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Dan. Let's see what happens this week. Let, we're shooting now for, for May 15. So we'll see what happens. Let's continue to let's continue to move it forward, my friend. Yep. Looking forward to the rest of the show. All right, Dan. Thanks for your call. As always, Dan from Winona, everybody. Dan from Winona. Thanks, Dan. Have a good night. I think, I think that... Uh, 
as I, as I mentioned to Dan during the call, I think Americans are starting to get tired of, of this lockdown. I think people are eager not only to get back to work, but to get back to resuming their lives. I think what's happening is extremely restrictive. Um, and I think that we need to use some common sense. We're not going to go from zero to 60 in, immediately, but we should start opening using some common sense and the best practices guidelines that we have. Rick, did you notice what happened in Michigan a couple of days ago? The, uh, the Operation Gridlock? Yes. Yeah, the pushing back on the governor. The, the governor of Michigan makes, makes uh, our own governor look, look tame by comparison. The governor of Michigan is on the power trip of her life. She basically has stopped people from, from leaving the house to do anything. You cannot even go across the street without risking being arrested or anything like that. Uh, very, very despotic type of rules that this, this person has put in in the state of Michigan. And the Patriots in Michigan, thankfully, decided it was time to push back and gridlock the, the state capital of Lansing this week in, in a protest. I think we're going to see more of that. Again, I think Americans are getting tired of the power trip that some of these governors are on. This week, the, 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 probably the most interesting thing that happened this week with the governors was this back and forth between particularly Cuomo, the governor of New York, and our president, President Trump, in regards to who has authority to reopen. And the president saying over and over, the authority belongs to the president and uh, Cuomo saying, we don't have a king. He's not a king. The authority belongs to the governors. Technically speaking, Cuomo is right. Trump is wrong. The, the, when it comes to co things to do with commerce within the states, things to do with health, the governors do have the authority. They do take precedence over the federal government, and that's the way it should be. That's the way our f founders and framers designed it. It is part of the 10th Amendment of our Constitution. So Trump is actually wrong on this one. But it, it, it is sort of ironic to me that the governors are, are, are all pointing to the 10th Amendment as their defense for having the authority when, when these governors basically ignore the Constitution when it comes to anything else. They basically have locked us down and ignored all of our constitutional rights, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, and so forth. But they call upon the Constitution when it comes to retaining their power. Kind of ironic and comical. But, uh, the uh, Rick, I don't know if you were watching Tucker Carlson this week. I, I believe it was, it might have been last night. And uh, Tucker had our governor on for, yes, for about a five-minute uh, five interview. Yes, it was last. Yes, it was last night. And 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 Murphy was uh, like a bullfighter. He he kept he kept dodging every question. But yes. the one question he couldn't dodge because Tucker was hammering at him pretty good. And, I, and Tucker's very fair. But uh, Tucker doesn't shy away from asking the tough question. And he said to him, "What made something?" I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something like, "What makes you? How did you get around to putting in all these rules and ignoring our Constitution and our Bill of Rights?" And the governor responded by saying, Tucker, that's above my pay grade. I'm just trying to save people's lives. And, you know, he's, he's a nice guy and a regular guy. And quite frankly, he came across pretty likable in the interview, Murphy did. But as I'm, as I'm done listening to him, I'm thinking, wait a minute. You're the governor of one of the most 
densely populated states in our country, right? And you're saying that the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are above your pay grade? What the hell, you know, where, where does he get the concept that, that politicians or governors don't have to abide by our Constitution? It's above his pay grade. What kind of nonsense is that? But these people have, these governors have, have the power that they have gotten with, the, with this situation and making these unilateral decisions on what's open and what's not open, some of it makes absolutely no sense. We talked about it last week. How is a park unsafe and Walmart safe? You know, it's safe to go to Walmart, but it's unsafe to go to a, a state park which has nothing but open spaces. Some of the decisions that they make make absolutely no sense. But they they continue to make them, and they make them unilaterally. The, 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 our state legislators are, are hiding under the bed. I, I have no idea what the hell they're doing. I do give the I do give the legislators in Pennsylvania a lot of credit, though. I don't know if you if you saw this week, the legislators in the state of Pennsylvania put forward a bill to, planning to reopen the state, yes. you know, with certain guidelines and so forth. And and Governor Wolf of Pennsylvania, who's you know he's part of that cabal of of Democrat governors that we have, um, vetoed the bill. He's not ready to open Pennsylvania just yet, and Pennsylvania is not even as badly affected as New York or New Jersey. No, not not at all. And Going back to your earlier comment on the 10th Amendment, even though that is correct, the president still has powers that were written way after the Constitution and the Bill of Rights later on as the country was starting to develop. Um, There are some executive, to use the word executive orders, that the president can do certain things. Um, So it's going to be a true test of the Constitution, if this keeps going on longer and longer, um, because um, as we had a former president who used to do it all the time, I had the power of the pen, and he totally ignored the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And this president is doing the opposite and saying he wants to, hey, we need to get people back out to work. There are already um, families that we know of here at the station, because we just recently started a GoFundMe page. Um, that are in dire need of money. Um, unfortunately, some people still live paycheck to paycheck. Um, but the president is right. You know, we, we, it, again, I don't think I don't. This obviously would never go to the courts, but I think if it does, the president would lose. And 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 quite frankly, it's it's you know it's not about winning or losing here. He he understands. Trump's a very smart guy. Very smart guy, constantly underestimated by the the, the left wing media and, and Democrat Party cheerleaders that we have on the on the media. He's a very smart guy. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he will work with the governors because he realizes that this is the only way he can get things done. And he does have a hammer when it comes to the states, and that is all of these governors are 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 basically presiding, especially in the Northeast, these high tax states, New York, New Jersey and Connecticut, etc. They're all broke. Totally broke. Because, you know, the the politicians in our states have overspent and they're all looking for the federal government to bail them out. So I think when it's all said and done, the president has a big hammer here, uh, which he can use to to uh you know, get get things moving a little bit. And I think he will need to do that. It's gonna be a constant a constant push and pull here. I think part of the problem that we're seeing is that 
by and large, Democrats don't have any problem with delaying the opening of our country because, you know, anything anything that would damage Trump's potential re-election in November, they're in favor of. And and we all know very well that, that Trump's signature success as president over his first three and a half years has been the booming economy that we had pre-coronavirus. I'm still very confident in Trump being able to turn this around and get us out of this. I really am. I think he can certainly do that. He knows how. He knows how to do it. And he's done it before. If he's given enough time between now and November, he will not only pull us out of this, but have us have us on the road back to recovery in a very in a very strong way. And uh the only way he doesn't get reelected is is if for whatever miraculous reason this continues and the economy doesn't come out of its doldrums and the Democrats have something to hang on him. Uh, but I don't see that happening. I see him being able to pull us out of this as soon as we're able to get going. So I think Democrats are, are barking up the wrong tree if they think that this is going to be the one thing that the one thing that takes Trump down. They haven't been able to take him down yet with it, with all their nonsense over the last three years, starting with Russia, the Ukraine, emoluments, clause, you name it. There's been a handful of charades and ruses that they've tried over the months, and none of them have worked. So they're not in any hurry to get the election going right now, I, or they, any, any hurry to get the economy going. They're quite happy to delay this process. Rick, they really are. Talking about that, um, let's talk about the Democratic candidate. Uh, again, I've been busy here. Who with, is that, by the way? Who is the candidate? Uh, I don't think he knows who it is. Um, but um, talking about that, I, I don't know if I caught it correctly but um, because I've been busy here at the station. But did he make a comment, something about Ronald Reagan when – well, people are jokingly saying that he's that you know you know as we know Joe. Let me be let me be nice and kind. I don't want to be mean on the show well, tonight. Well, I, I, uh, people, hold on, like, some people said I was some people said I was mean last week. So. I don't want Lightning to hit us. Okay, now you better move back, move back, stand yeah. back. Go ahead. But let's let me just, hear this. Let's just say Joe is easily confused these days. Okay, easily. Let, that's let, another let me say that. And and a couple of folks were joking, saying that that he made the comment that he's the only one that could be Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Joe actually said that. But by the same token, he could have. <laughs> I thought all right, so I wasn't hearing things. Okay. Yeah, you well, you it, it never happened. Folks, we need to take a commercial break. The station has some bills to pay. On our way back, I'm gonna give the number. Please call. I'd love to hear what's the first thing that you want to do. And I forgot to ask Dan from Winona that. Knowing Dan, who knows? Because Dan you know lives the large life. But uh, one thing I want to hear from each and every caller is, what is the first thing that you are going to do when this lockdown is over? Our number, 609-593-9654, 609-593-WNJH, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like the storm. 
When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. The whole experience, experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. WNJHradio.com. Proud to salute and support all of our hometown South Jersey medical professionals, law enforcement, and all local businesses. Spotlighting Inferrera's Market on 3rd Street in Hamilton. Call them at 609-561-1061. Check them out on the web, Inferrera'sMarket.com. Featuring groceries, deli, meats, breads, and a great takeout menu. WNJHradio.com. Proud to be live, local, and loyal to South Jersey. Now back to Voice of Freedom with your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. Welcome back, folks. Voice of Freedom radio program. And as I said at the beginning of the program, we have a special guest tonight. Our special guest is Mr. Sam Menta, who is Board of Ed President for Hamilton Public Schools. Sam, welcome. Hi, good evening. How are you tonight? How are things? I'm, I'm doing very well. Thanks for uh, S- Sam, I hope I hope you and your family are all healthy and and at least reasonably happy under these circumstances. Yeah, we're we're trying to make the best we can out of a uh, tough situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know I know we can talk about a lot tonight, but first and foremost, I just want to say once again thank you for having me uh, on uh, South Jersey Radio here right in Hamilton, New Jersey. I'd like to Congratulate Rick Seppi and the team, and, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm I'm very happy to have radio uh, coming out of Hamilton live and clear once again. And it's uh, pretty awesome, and, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is awesome, and to bring back it really, you know, a, home, a hometown success of Nikki G in the morning, uh huh, something re- re- really special. Yeah, so Rick is Rick has is got a lineup of superstars. I don't even know how I got how I got on the team because it's like an all star team on this radio station anymore. I'm I'm like the, the you know a bench player. I'm like the you, you got that right. You're definitely a bench player. <laughs> Everyone, every team needs a good utility player. Ah, there oh, you go. there you go, Sammy. Love it. Love there it. There you go. Sam, uh, you are yeah. you as 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 we told the folks, you are president of our board of education here in Hamilton, and uh, as president of board of the board of ed, I know you, you folks are, are really busy on a daily basis. We got a lot going on with trying to keep trying to keep the educational process going under these circumstances, and I know it's difficult. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you know what what's going on, and, and and you know what what type of things you guys are are working on as we move along here. Yeah, well, it uh, certainly is a different spring than I had uh, anticipated uh, here in uh, 2020. And uh, like I always do, whenever I I have an interview or I speak to someone from from the media, uh, first and foremost, I just want to acknowledge and express my appreciation and gratitude for our food service workers. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to tell you, they are our frontline people, and they are doing a fantastic job. just today, uh, we served uh, some 500 plus students, mm-hmm. and when I say we ser- we served them, we gave them both breakfast and lunch. Outstanding. Um, and uh, how we're doing it to limit the exposure to one another, we are giving them in in a, uh, three day increments mm-hmm. of breakfast and lunch. So that was you know you, you multiply that out, that was uh, 3,000 meals we wow. gave out today wow. to uh, our, our students. So mm-hmm. yeah, hot tip to our, our food service workers. Absolutely. Great job Absolutely. Right they are unsung heroes. They are, yeah. they really are. 
they, they really are, and, and they're doing a fantastic job. Um, you know, as far as the educational process goes, you know, it, again, it, it is a different time, and, uh, you know, we're making the best of a, of a tough situation here at the Hammond School District. Um, as mm-hmm. you know, uh, we are a technology district, and uh, now we kind of, uh, you know, got, the, got, got our bearings, and we see that this isn't going to be just a short-term or a snow day type event. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really starting to... Uh, you know, get get it figured out, and and we're and we're providing that education that uh, you know the first class education that our our Hamilton kids deserve. Absolutely. What 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 kind of feedback are you getting from the teachers about the about their day, their the process that they have to go through, their challenges? Well, the teachers. I mean, the first they're, they're just heartbroken not to be in the classroom. I bet. Know? Yeah, that's got to be know, that's got to be because it's no matter what you do online, it's just not the same. Yeah, I mean, we can put the assignments together, and, and we can do the best we can to, to teach the kids the lessons. But, you know, just not getting that aha moment where, mm-hmm. you know, you see, you see the students' eyes light up or they get, you know, a little bit taller in the classroom when they figure out a problem at the chalkboard. You know, yep. they don't have that. But with, with that being said, you, you know, we are a very capable district, and uh, we, we are putting together a nice curriculum uh, for um, distant learning. Mm-hmm. Well, among other things, it it certainly puts into puts into effect all of the resources that you have and your 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 tech team and so forth, and being able to do this, uh, it's got to be difficult, especially you know on short notice, kind of doing that type of startup. Well, for sure, it it, it was short notice, and uh, again, you know, being in Hamilton, and, and it's when you drive down the main drag or. You take a look around. You know, it, it's 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 a beautiful community. Mm-hmm. But what many people don't realize, we are a forty percent poverty district. So mm-hmm. our challenge was the uh, economic divide. You, you know, and, and and how to to close that. So, you know, first what we wanted to do was in the in the beginning, not knowing how long it was going to go. We were we were trying to be dependent upon packets and have the uh, teachers, you know, prepackage. The lesson, the lessons for the students. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, as this goes longer, we're starting to turn to technology, and uh, we were able to identify um, several hundred families who were in need, and we provided them with uh, Chromebooks mm-hmm. and uh, internet uh, hotspots, so Excellent. they're able to uh, go online. And that's still available. And for anyone listening tonight who is in need, please, you know, contact the school district, contact uh, your child's teacher, and uh, we can put you in touch with, with the IT people and get you set up uh, with uh, whatever technology uh, you would need there to uh, continue your child's uh, education. Outstanding, Sam. That's just that's just terrific. Really appreciate the job you, you folks are doing. That's fantastic for our community and our kids. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a challenging time, and, mm-hmm. you know, just to take off my school board president hat and put my dad's cap back on, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I understand what people are going through right now. Um, you know, I my daughter is a junior. Mm-hmm. My son is a freshman, so I have two high schoolers. And uh, I have to say, you know, as far as academics go, you know, they've, they've, they've really adjusted pretty well. I mean, mm-hmm. they're on the computer, they're doing their lessons, and, uh, you know, that makes me very happy. I, I, I do remember the time, and, and my heart does go out for those who have the, the younger students. Um, you know, I jokingly call it the new math, and I remember the days, you know, working with my daughter and my son, and particularly my daughter, where sometimes it would get a little heated, where, you know, being a mentor, I would be able to, you know, get the answer and tell her what the answer was, but mm-hmm. my work would be very different from how they were learning in school. And, sure. Uh, 
eventually we made an agreement, well, you know, you learn how the teacher you know, teaches you in the classroom, and when you come home, I'll teach you my way, and then that way you can check your work, and we can help each other. And mm-hmm. we got through it. Excellent. But, uh, to about fifth grade, and then, you know, the math was way above my pay grade. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there are, it, every grade level has its different you know, challenges, uh, you know, again, like, you know, we might be doing a little bit better on the academics and working with the distant technology and distant learning, but at the same time, the older kids, my heart goes out, particularly for the seniors, yeah. you know, just the social aspects, the, Absolutely. the athletics, I mean, this this was their chance to, uh, you know, really show the, themselves one last time for mm-hmm. a spring season, spring sport. Yeah. Late that's so sad. So that's that's so something sad. that's... Yeah. They'll never be able to get back. Sam, you and I were talking offline a couple of days ago about uh, about a potential reopening this this academic year, mm-hmm. and I know that uh, today the governors uh, the governors in the Northeast and and the president came to an agreement about uh, staying closed and locked down until the till May fifteen. Are you yes. are you optimistic uh, about um, about what's going to happen beyond May fifteen? Well, in general, I, I, I'm an optimistic person. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not get to see the uh, governor's address today. Uh, you know, as you know, I am a farmer, and this is this is the earning season yeah, for my. You got to work, man. That's you got to work. Job, yeah, preparing for the cold <laughs> weather tonight. Um, but um, yes, yeah, from what I understand, uh, he did say clo- uh, schools will be closed until May 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, I always felt in my heart from the time when we closed the doors that it would not be a two or three week event. It would right. be a long term, and it was always my hope that we would get back to school mid to late May. Um, so at least you know we can wrap up the year properly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. our number one priority obviously is uh, commencement and, and graduation for the seniors and. You know, like I've been saying, even if it's after blueberry season in August, uh, somehow, some way, we're going to give those seniors, you know, the, the graduation ceremony they mm-hmm. deserve. Outstanding. And, uh, I think our number two, um, you know, obviously it's academics, but our, our number two priority after that would be the prom. Mm-hmm. Um, our prom right now is was scheduled for May 9th. That's before we can get back to school. So All obviously, right. you know, that, that, that date's going to be changed. Um, our advisors are working, and I believe they have uh, – uh, secured uh, a later date in June, and mm-hmm. just like that senior crash trip, we're going to set up a second date, and, and hopefully uh, things will come together for us. Um, unfortunately, with the crash trip, uh, we weren't able to pull that off. What Disney World still being closed, uh, yeah. so we decided to just let the company know, and, and they were great, the uh, the travel agent, and so we will be uh, getting a full <coughs> refund for all our students and, mm-hmm. and getting that back to them in the near future. But, um, you know, after that, everything else is, is gravy, so to speak. Well, I am, I am very happy that, that our governor, unlike the governor, the governor of Pennsylvania pulled the plug on the school year very early. Yeah. I thought that especially in light of the fact that Pennsylvania doesn't have the, the, the number of cases New Jersey does. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, every state government is a little bit different. And, you know, just if you, if you were to look at it, if you were to compare New Jersey and Pennsylvania public schools, they're, they're, they're night and day. I mean, they're not even the same league as us, mm-hmm. the type of product we're putting out there. But uh, it was surprising to see that uh, Governor Wolf did call it a year yeah. back in April. Very early. March. I mean, and, yeah. and again, like with three months in advance, I mean, when I hear stuff like that, it baffles me because, you know, it's, it's very easy to pull the plug on something. It, what's hard is to figure out ways to keep it going and make it work. That's that's the challenge, and that's and that's that's where leadership emerges. You know, if 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 you throw up a white flag, you're not much of a leader. 
And that's that's just my opinion on the governor of Pennsylvania. How do you pull the plug on a school year three months in advance without saying, you know, let's let's at least, you know, sit and try to figure out how we can make this thing work? And I give you a lot of credit for that because, uh, again, you're talking about activities that are really important, not only to the seniors but to their families. And yeah. figuring out a way to make those things, you know, happen that's that's leadership and that's what we need more of during these times and i wish uh, and i wish we had a little bit more of it across the board quite frankly but thank, uh, thank uh, you for that yeah i'm very i'm very we, we, we have a great team at the school i mean it starts with our superintendent robin checko and, and our business administrator uh, barbara Prettyman, and, and and the fantastic uh, members of our our board of education a very dynamic group mm-hmm. who you know i've been privileged to work with some six seven eight nine years some of them and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we have a good thing going right now yes, uh, we do. In, in Hamilton, and uh, we hope to keep it going, even though we we find ourselves in a uh, very challenging time. Yeah, no, I'm a I'm a proud Hamiltonian, and and it's folks like you and and the, and the folks that work with you there that uh, that that make us proud. So keep doing a great job. Great. Well, thank you. And uh, and have a and 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 hopefully. You know, hopefully we'll get through this and and, uh, you'll be able to get things up and running real soon. Yeah, that's my hope. That's my hope. And just to everyone out there, you know, try to make the the best out of a a tough situation. Take advantage, you know, of this time with your children or or being at home. And, uh, you know, being an an optimist that I am, I I will leave you with this this one quick quick story, but uh, Mm -hmm. a very positive story. Um, here at my house, um, you know, I'm, I, as I said many times, I'm a farmer. So, you know, to say the least, you know, when you choose a profession, uh, so, you know, you kind of know what you're going to have to do with that. And one of the things that I really didn't plan on spending a lot of time behind was a computer or, or a keyboard. <laughs> so, you know, I, I could do what I need to do as far as emails or Excel right. and, and get some stuff together like that with the budget. But uh, for the longest of time, I had I have a Apple computer, a beautiful Apple computer, big screen. Here on my desk at home and uh, in my my home office, I also have a uh, Xerox copier, uh, one that my good friend uh, Ray Shipion leased me. Actually, mm-hmm. um, it's one of those leases that never ends. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that sounds so, like a Ray Shipion deal. Yeah, it's, it's my friend Ray. He put me in, 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 yeah, a Xerox copier. So here I am. An Apple computer and a Xerox copier. For the last two years, you know, I've called Apple, I've called the people at the company, I've called Xerox, and they've told me, "We're sorry, Mr. Mento. We're sorry, Sam. Uh, the, the two, they just can't talk to each other. They can't communicate. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's like apples and oranges. You know, yeah, so apples you're going funny to be unable way. to scan. So mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was scan a couple papers and. I can't do it. So uh, school goes down, and, and I always uh, affectionately, uh, affectionately uh, refer to my son Samuel as my IT man. And uh, during the shutdown, my son, about 8 p.m., realized he had an assignment due at midnight, and he would need to scan <laughs> his work and get it to the computer. Well, wouldn't you know, within 15 minutes, he had it worked out. He was scanning from the Xerox to the Apple computer. So there you go. He figured it out, and we scanned all night long after that. Well, Everything see, this we is, had, we scanned. This is the so. world we live in where, you know, kids teach the parents how to use technology. It's just it's the world we live in. So. Mm, Sammy, that yeah. just means you're old like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, okay, old, so older. Yeah, older. older. So just join the club and yeah. just bow down to your son. And, and, and I said thank you, and we scanned all night long absolutely (laughs) sammy i got a quick question and i may have uh, missed it because i had to step out of the room for a minute 
Are you guys doing the same thing like Mayor Council is doing? Are you using some type of Zoom to have the uh, school board meetings so everybody knows what's going on? Yes, and actually uh, that's a great question because we have a very important meeting coming up on April 30th, which will serve as our normal uh, April uh, meeting, and it also will be the uh, meeting to approve the budget. So it's it's a meeting inside of a meeting, so to speak. So when you when you vote a budget, you need to be able to let the public comment. So yes, we're going to be using the Zoom platform, and uh, we're, we're going to have a couple test runs uh, during uh, the next uh, week uh, with our committee meetings, making sure everyone uh, that is board members are able to use it. And uh, we're going to rely on our IT guys to uh, make it available to the public as well on our meeting night so everyone will be able to watch us uh, discuss the budget and hopefully unanimously approve the budget that uh, this year, I'm happy to say, is at a 0% increase. Excellent. Yeah. Sam, I, I wish you a good night. Keep up the great work and stay safe, you and your family. Thank you, Dr. Hernandez. And, and it's a pleasure having you on our show tonight. It really is. Thank you for Thank coming you. on. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Folks, we're going to take a short commercial break. On the way back, remember our number, 609-593-9654, 609-593-WNJH. And we'll catch you on the flip side. WNJHradio.com is proud to salute and support all of our hometown South Jersey medical professionals, law enforcement, and local businesses. Spotlighting 911 Computer Rescue, located at 11B 12th Street in Hamilton. Call them at 609-878-8025. If your computer is slow or frozen, Rob and the gang have got you covered. Why call a geek when you can call a friend? WNJHradio.com is proud to be live, local, and loyal to South Jersey. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this! Together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked in, we had we a were plan. Separated. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no, no time. Idea how to find each other. The, the whole experience, experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Now back to Voice of Freedom with your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. Welcome back, folks. Voice of Freedom radio program. And uh, let me give out our numbers again. 609-593-9654. 609-593-WNJH. And I believe we have a caller. Welcome to the program. Mark, Mark from Mantua. Mark from Mantua. One of our regulars, and we always love hearing from you, Mark. You know, I do. I do have another uh, entertainment show to uh, present to the your audience tonight. I think it was really good. It was more of a documentary series, but based off of 
a Mark, true story. Mark, you gave me two winners. You gave me two winners, the Tiger King and, and Don't F with Cats, which I watched the entire season of both, and they were both outstanding. So I'm looking forward to your and recommendation I gotta, tonight. I, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. I got both of those from my girlfriend that told me about them. And How about that? Excellent shows, so. Well, see, that's, that's, what, true love, that's, that's what true love is, man. That's what true love is. So yeah. Obviously, you're, you're blessed. You're blessed. Uh, yeah. Your so girlfriend gives you gives you show character. recommendations and and is your girlfriend on top of that. I know. <laughs> um, which is hard to believe. So, <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I'm glad nice. you said it. I I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it over the air. <laughs> now nah, you know what? Any any woman would be happy and proud to have you as a boyfriend. You're oh, very you. you're a handsome guy, articulate, intelligent. All right, enough of that. I, 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 okay. I sound like I'm running a dating show so, here. What the hell's going on? Uh, no. Yeah, right. All right. So, so, so uh, what do we got? What do we I'm got? Recommend, the show I'm going to recommend uh, tonight would be Unorthodox. So uh, un- that, that's un- my recommendation. And then, yeah, again, it's about a Hasidic uh, Jew, Jewish community uh-huh. in uh, Brooklyn. Okay. And uh, by Williamsburg, part of Brooklyn. Okay. And it's just they have this really unique community where they block out the rest of the world. And uh, just fascinating, fascinating story. And it's okay. based off a true story. So that that's my recommendation. And then are you taking calls on, on what we're going to do? While yeah, we're, yeah. Right? I wanted to, that's, that, we were talking about it at the beginning of the show. Rick said he wants to go golfing. I, you know what? I haven't said what the first thing I'm going to do is, but I'm going to tell you right now. You're getting it right now on the air live. The first okay. thing I'm going to do when all this nonsense is over, I'm going to go to one of my favorite steakhouses and have the big-assest steak I can order. That is my, oh, that is my number one, man, because... You know, right now I'm getting takeout and I'm making eggs at home. I mean, I, I haven't had a decent meal in six weeks. <laughs> so my first thing is going to be go get a decent steak dinner at one of the nicest steakhouses. And there's a handful of them that are favorites yeah. of mine. So what's on your well, what's mine, on your uh, mine as a, as a, as an Italian American male? I think this, you know, uh, not to stereotype Hamilton, but... Yeah, but be careful. You're on, you're, you know, this is a Hamilton station. And Hamilton, by the way, and you you might know this, but Hamilton is considered the most Italian town in in America. Yeah. Maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't know. But I I think I've heard that before. And maybe this doesn't apply universal, but as an Italian-American male, Uh I think the first thing I need to do is get my back waxed. (laughs) I'm doing a comb over. I'm combing it over from my back over the top of my head. Donald Trump. Mark, you can't do that when I get your back waxed. Well, you know what? First things first, man. Priorities. Obviously, you know, summer's coming, right? But hopefully, by the time this clears up, summer will be coming, and you want to look good on the beach, man. And that, you know, that bear rug thing. uh, That's you know, that's a lady killer. You don't. I don't want to look like I got a sweater on. In the summertime, so. uh, Mark, I was just about ready to send you my uh, carpet cleaning bill because I was just <laughs> opening my soda, and, and you made that comment, buddy. Wow. Well, okay. yours so far, yours is the yours is has trumped. No pun intended. Yours has trumped both Rick's first thing and my first thing. That yeah. is that is uh, so. that is a remarkable first event, I must say. And again, the 
you know, just to add a little comedy here and uh, keep it light because we're all been, you know, in for a long time. But oh, yeah. I think in the end, on a positive note, we're all going to come out of here being positive and stronger as a country. Oh, you better believe thing. it. And, you uh, better believe it. You know, I never lose faith in our great country. Never, never. No matter how dark it might look right now. I, I, I fully believe in America and Americans and our work ethic and the greatness of our country. And I believe yeah, we have the right I, guy in the White House. So I'm looking forward to coming out of this nonsense and being str- stronger than ever. I really am. Yeah. Hey, Mark, do you have any pets by any chance? I I do not. Okay, so you you're he doesn't not. need pets. He, 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 he's his own he's his own chia pet. You know. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh Okay, we're going, going south tonight. We're going south tonight for sure. Okay. Yeah, the, the show the show is the show is 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 scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. right now yeah, with yeah, humor. We, yeah, we went south. Uh, the, the only reason why I asked, and and other pet owners would probably relate to this. I have uh, cats, and I think my cats are tired of seeing me. Um, because they yeah. they forced me. I find that of, hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, they forced me out of bed again this morning. So, and I think even the pets are tired of this coronavirus. I, I, I agree. That's a good point. Well, yeah. look, guys, I appreciate the show, and I appreciate you always taking my call. And I will talk to you next week. All right, Mark. Always a pleasure. Always great to hear from you. Keep things keep things going in the right direction in Mantua. All right. Take All care. right. Have Thanks. a good night. Have a good night. All right. Mark from Mantua is our is our entertainment caller. Never never a dull moment when Mark from Mantua calls in. That's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. Speaking of good moments, I don't know if you had the pleasure this week, Rick, of watching the the laborious ten minute video that uh, Barack Obama put out in, in endorsing Joe Biden. Did you get a chance to watch the the full ten minutes before you fell asleep? Uh, no. If you if you were insomniac uh, and you put on the Barack Obama video, you would probably fall asleep in the first minute, minute and a half because, uh, I, I you know Obama is generally a pretty good speaker, but I found him to be very unenthusiastic as in, in his endorsement of Joe Biden. There's a there's a lot of things about that endorsement that made me wonder. First of all. Where was Obama the whole time that Ob- that Biden was running in primaries? He finally endorses Biden when there's no one out, when there's no one left. I mean, gee, it's easy to endorse a guy now. He's not running against anybody on the Democrat side. I don't really think that Obama wanted Biden to run. I don't think Ob- that that Biden was a choice that he that he preferred, but I, I always say this, and, I, and I'll repeat it here. I've said this to friends of mine many, many times. When it comes to winning elections, Democrats are way better at Republicans, way better than Republicans are about getting together. Democrats can hate each other's guts. But when the time comes to win an election, they circle the wagons. And, and Republicans don't. Republicans will keep throwing daggers at each other right until the bitter end. Democrats can hate each other's guts. Ob- Obama hated the Clintons. Everybody knew that, but at the end, he's saying how, how, how qualified Hillary is, and she would more qualified to be president than he was. All this nonsense, which everybody knew was nonsense, but you hear Obama talking about Hillary like she was the you know God's gift to, to the to the presidency, and he's talking about Joe Biden in the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I asked I asked on Facebook this week of my Facebook friends, who who many have been saying that the DNC is going to sandbag Biden because they don't really want him to be the candidate, something which I don't, I 
didn't necessarily disagree with before. But now that he's been anointed by the golden boy of the Democrat Party, Barack Obama, I don't see how the DNC can, can sandbag him. I think he's the guy. I think he's going to be their candidate. I don't see him. I don't see the DNC sandbagging. Well, Elizabeth right Warren endorsed him. Bernie Sanders endorsed him. AOC endorsed him. All the communists in the Democrat Party have endorsed Joe Biden. Obama, who's half a communist himself, has endorsed Joe Biden. I, I don't see how, they're, how they can displace him at this point, even though, as, as we have said on this program more than once, he can be a little bit confused in his speech. Uh, sometimes you wonder about Joe. But uh, I think he's the guy. I think he's the guy. I think he's going to be their candidate no matter what. No, I'm going to disagree with you. And, of course and, you and, are. And we took that bet, so I'll stick, yes, by, we did. I'll stick by my bet. But I think there is a game plan. Um, going on behind the scenes, and I think that's why uh, Barack did not look enthused in the video mm-hmm. because he knows that's not going to be the end all candidate. Um, I, I think the Democrats are behind the scenes, a mountain to do something at the national convention, uh, which they can do, and they're under their bylaws. So we'll see. Uh, it's we'll gonna, say it's going to be interesting. When I when I ran that poll on Facebook invariably all of the facebook friends that 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 uh, replied to that all said oh no they're going to they're going to replace him he's going to get replaced this one's going to replace him that one's going to replace him michelle obama you know hillary clinton's going to come out of the you know out of the closet and she's going to replace him folks nobody's going to replace him joe biden is a democrat candidate okay there's way too much going on right now here see here's the problem rick here's the problem in a nutshell the Democrats, for the last three and a half years, have been working very, very diligently to get rid of Trump. Okay, right. and they right. thought, and they thought all this nonsense that they were doing over the years was going to work. Correct. So they they didn't bother finding a candidate because they figured we're not going to need a candidate. Trump's going to get knocked out. He's not going to finish his first term. Right. So they never made an effort. Why make an effort to find a decent candidate when you don't think you're going to need one? You you know you can run you can run a chimp and win the election because Trump's not going to be around. In the meantime, Trump is still standing. Still standing, and I didn't see it recently, but his poll is over sixty percent now. Mm-hmm. All right, so going into that's that's his, that's the poll for for handling the virus. His overall approval rating is still in the forties. Okay, but but his handling of the, the coronavirus, virus. which is really important. Yes. Which is really important and not to be underestimated is, is over 60%. So people are getting it. People are seeing that he's doing a very good job. With Correct. This. So if that if the coronavirus is still around by the time the election comes, people are going to remember what a good job he did and did what he could oh, absolutely. to handle it in the unique situation and get the country back up and running. So uh, I don't see... Unless the Democrats pull somebody out of the closet, as you said, and can beat him, Joe can't beat him right now. And I know the Democrats are saying that Joe he, couldn't beat you. That's true. That's true. He couldn't and I beat you. Sc- Joe, I, Joe couldn't beat anybody. Right. Joe, Joe has trouble remembering to put the right sh- the right shoe on the right foot. That he, is true. Joe, Joe can't beat anybody. Right. So, and they know that, which which mystifies me that they continue to to endorse this guy like. 
He's getting all these endorsements, like like you know he's he's going to defeat Trump. It's it's uh, it's uh, I, it's pretty remarkable it, the it, politics it, in America. And, it and is, this, and that's what makes our country so great. But I I still stand by my bet that they're going to try to pull off something, um, and um, we'll right. see. We'll I mean, see. We'll see. I mean, it's early to tell yet. We'll I mean, see. Um, because um, we, folks, and and I don't mind making my opinion heard. As those of you that know me well know that I am never shy with an opinion. And my opinion is they're not replacing Joe Biden. He's the candidate. He's the guy. Okay. And remember, Otto Hernandez told you so on April 16, because I will remind you in November. <laughs> Folks, our phone number is 609-593-9654. 609-593-WNJH. And we do have two open lines right now if you'd like to call in and and talk about whatever is on your mind, but at least let us know what it is that you are going to do first thing once the lockdown ends. You're going to have a hard time trumping Mark from Mantua, but I would like to hear. <laughs> I would like to hear what it is what it is that you're going to do first thing when the when the lockdown ends. It'll be like it'll be like a jailbreak. It's going to be like a jailbreak. People are are so pent up that they can't wait. To get out of the house and start doing stuff. It'll be like a jailbreak. And I'm not talking about the jailbreak the Democrat governors are doing by letting all the convicts out to, uh, so that they don't get the coronavirus behind bars. A lot, of these, a lot of these convicts that these Democrat governors are letting out, by the way, in California, it's happened in New Jersey, New York. They're not out 24 hours before they start to commit crimes again. I mean, these people are criminals. They are career criminals. Career criminals don't know how to do anything other than commit crimes. I'm not quite sure what it is what it is with these people that think that somehow or another they let them out just so that they don't get the virus and they're going to turn into law-abiding citizens. And it's not exactly like there's a lot of want ads right now for jobs because there are no jobs to be had. There's people sitting home. we got 30 million people unemployed in America, so there's not a lot of jobs for these convicts to go to. Right. So they get they get let out of jail by our Democrat governors, always looking out for the safety of our citizens. By the way, these Democrat governors, you got to love them, and uh, and then you know get these convicts out running loose, and and uh, it's it's just astounding what they do. Um, New York City, I, I read somewhere, New York City last week released about fifteen hundred convicts, and over three hundred of them were, were were in jail for violent offenses. So. These folks are out loose, okay? Let's just let them out and, uh, and uh, you know, join, our, join the community of, uh, of their fellow citizens and hopefully get through the coronavirus together like one big happy family. This is, uh, this is what's happening, folks, as, as we move forward with the, mm-hmm. with the coronavirus. But at the same time, where are the state legislators on this? State legislators, as we have said many times, are hiding, especially the Republican legislators who who continue to hide in the closet. They're the ones that should be pushing back on these Democrat governors because yes. we elected them. We elected the, especially the GOP folks. Yes. We didn't elect Democrats. We elected Republicans right. to look out for us. Right. And they are not looking out for no. us. They are hiding. I, 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 I have not heard of a single Republican in New Jersey asking for hearings or committees no, or, or anything nothing. about getting us back and opening and reopening America. It's... it's it, Again, the only person who consistently 
pushes for the reopening of our great country and getting people back to work is the president. I don't hear it. I don't hear it at the at the at the state level, at from any state. Uh, it is it is sad and 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 Rick, you know you know as well as as I, many many folks in this town, the restaurant owners and so forth, and it breaks my heart because in in a lot of cases these folks have poured their life savings into their business. Yes. Okay, their sweat and their sweat equity into their businesses, and are seeing and are seeing their dreams just flush down the toilet and and it's and it's happening simply because our 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 leaders aren't doing a good enough job in figuring out how to get us back to work and still maintain best practices for safety and health it, it it's not an either or it's not an either or it's a matter of finding the way to do it and it is possible to find that you can mitigate against the disease and still be able to run businesses and keep and keep things moving forward. We do not have to be in this perpetual lockdown. No, we don't. And, and I've been saying that all along, and everybody tells me I'm nuts and I don't know what I'm talking about. But unfortunately, it doesn't take much to look at. I'll use a restaurant um, that you and I frequent enough that um, the Board of Health could come in, do the square footage, and go, you have to take out 15 tables. That's it. And... They will be willing to do it because, like you said, first of all, they're sitting home like we are going out of their mind, and these people love to cook for their customers. But it can't be done. It's not like it can't. Mm -hmm. And what this is right now is between the three states and mostly the three states that we got to associate with, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania are all fighting to have the best airtime on TV where other states are actually starting to think about it already and coming up with something. There's no reason for this. I mean, it's happening. I mean, we, we you know, we go into Walmarts, we go into shop right. rights, and, yes. and, and you can limit the number of people yes. and, and ask people to social distance and so forth. Right. Come on. Yeah, I Let, mean, let's figure it out. Yeah, it's, let's figure it's, it's it out. It's real simple. The, the, let's get Americans back to work and let's start reopening the, the greatest economy in the world. America was not built to sit home. No. Let's say, let's I'm, face I it. I mean, doctors can still stay open and deal with their normal patients mm -hmm. by making appointments. The restaurants will have to do it by reservation. And you just can't walk in yeah. until yeah. we ease back into. And I you know I agree with Dan that we're not going. You know, the next day we will go right back no, to normal. No, nobody's asking right. for that. Nobody's no. expecting that. No. Nobody's expecting. But that. We, it, it, again, it doesn't have to be either or. This is not black and white. There is right. a lot of gray here. Yes, a lot of gray. And More. the gray and the gray is where these folks that are, that are that are our elected leaders can start exercising their leadership skills to figure out a way to make that gray area work. Right. That's and, it. And, and that's, that's it. why I'm disappointed on both sides of the aisle. Oh, yeah. Not, I mean, because neither, uh, neither side of the aisle is trying to do anything to bring the economy. Well, the one side wants the economy to fail. The other side, uh, they want hiding again. And that's sad to say that our GOP people want hiding. Uh, and a friend of mine will always say that's when it's time to vote them all out of office when they're not doing their job. But we got to get these people back to work also. Mm -hmm. Some of these people do live by paycheck Absolutely. by paycheck. Absolutely. And as much as the stimulus check, and now there's a rumor that there's going to be another stimulus check. And I heard on one of the um, newscasts that some of the Democrats are thinking it's going to be a monthly payment 
instead of a lump sum, whatever it may be, it's still not the way America is. No. This is this was again, I'm a conspiracist and I'll say openly, I also said this was a reason to bring down our current president because behind the scenes they don't want him. Oh, it's not behind the scenes. I think they're they're, they're well. They're, yeah, they're they're, they're, yeah. they're quite open about it. The Democrats are probably open, open about, about it, but I'm yeah. talking about other people behind the scenes yeah. within either the GOP. They will not. Uh, yeah. They will not defeat him. Yeah. They will not defeat him. He's too smart for them. He continues to be too smart. Ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of our program tonight, and again, it has been my pleasure and privilege to host the Voice of Freedom. We had a great great guest tonight, Mr. Sam Mento, board president. Lots of good stuff there. Stay strong, stay safe, folks. All right, and we'll see you next week on The Voice of Freedom. Have a good night. Join us again next Thursday at 7 p.m. for another edition of Voice of Freedom with Dr. Otto Hernandez. WNGH Radio, its owners and associates, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this site or the radio station, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. This site does not endorse anything as the truth. That you will have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. It is sometimes hard to get the truth, but we must try. It is not our intention to libel, discriminate, make hate, or annoy anyone. This site takes no responsibility for the opinions of others in the postings of comments in chat rooms or forum posts.